and we're live from Lakota East High School in Liberty Township, just north of Westchester. It's the start of regional play in Ohio High School boys soccer, and tonight we got a good one. A pair of undefeated teams battle here in Liberty Township as the Wyoming Cowboys square off with the Fighting Hornets of Monroe. You're listening to ESP Media, powered by Sidearm Sports, and tonight... We have Zach Ritter and Mike Reeder, our engineer, and I'm Lee W. Mowen. Thanks for listening this evening. We've got a great soccer match as Wyoming 18 wins, one draw in the season. They finished 6-0-1 in Cincinnati Hills League play. Monroe 17 wins, two draws, and 10-0-2 in Southwestern Buckeye League Southwestern play. Back-to-back -back SWBL teams for the Cowboys. Should be a very fun night, Zach. Yes, definitely, and uh, both teams coming off 2-1 wins in their game in their most previous games. Wyoming, we called that game against Bellbrook, 2-1 win. Monroe coming in on off a 2-1 win against Indian Hill. So a little bit of inter-conference play be between uh, Wyoming and Indian or uh, Monroe. Wyoming got the first kick. They're attacking from left to right, and Monroe flies from the right to the left. Monroe in the white jerseys, navy numbers, yellow trim, and Wyoming back in the... Black jerseys, dark blue numbers, white trim as the Hornets take over the ball in their backfield. Alex Watkins picks it up. The battle of goalies is Adam Duff, a sophomore at MHS, and Austin Snowden for Wyoming. Austin Snowden led the CHL in shutouts with 14. Almost had 15 on the year, but Bellbrook scored a top shelfer late in the second half, and Monroe looks to draw first blood quick. That'll be off the shoulders. Nice carry there by Benjamin Griffiths. The second leading scorer in the SWBL. And only three points behind the leading SWBL scorer, which is on this Monroe team, and Zach Hamden. So two potent offensive scorers for Monroe. And now Wyoming pushes it forward. That's Jackson Marquez with the first touch. He is the top scorer for the Cowboys. Did not register in the scoring against the Belbrook Golden Eagles but it's kept nicely by Captain Jesse Levine. Tonight's weather, well, hope you like rain and a little bit of chill in the air. That's what we got here at Lakota East High School. Artificial turf, home of the Thunderhawks in the Greater Miami Conference as Austin Snowden picks up that three-bouncer and retrieves it and pushes the Cowboys' defense up forward. No score here. We are... In our third minute of action, lots of fans from Wyoming and Monroe coming out here. Monroe being the closer school of the two here to Lakota East. It's about a 15-minute drive on Cincinnati-Dayton or I-75. It'd probably be about the same amount of time tonight because of the rain. That's going to be a throw-in for Wyoming. Far side in front of the Hornet's Nest, the Monroe student section. Lots of glow sticks out there. Lots of rainbow glow sticks out there in action for the Hornet section tonight. Also, a couple tents on both sides as well. Yep, some smart fans bringing some tents for uh, both teams here. Hope, hoping to stay a little dry with this rain that we have coming in. And this is the second broadcast in a row that you and I have done with some rain. Don't you blame me on that. It's a free kick for Wyoming on the Monroe foul on the far side of the pitch. Past the 50-yard line. Here at Lakota East High School, Lakota East Stadium, it is a multi-use Facility, football, gridiron, soccer lines are red. 
Ball chipped away by the Monroe back line and pushed forward by Logan Schaefer. But Wyoming recovers it far side. Double pressure by the Hornets on that left wing. Jackson Marquez will swipe it up ahead, looking for his closest cowboy and Kobe Hosfeld. He had the first goal against Bellbrook. The game-winning goal went to the cleanup job of Sebastian Sinagaglia. And that's a throw-in on the way for Wyoming, close to midfield. No score here, 36-46 to go in our first half. And our first broadcast of Wyoming Cowboys soccer in the playoffs. Neither team scored a goal into the second half. But Monroe looking to change that. That's Zach Hamden with a drive. Shoot away by the back line of the Cowboys. Up front for Jackson Marquez. Bellbrook did a nice job capping off Jackson Marquez. Yeah, they did in the in the meeting between Bellbrook and Wyoming. But Marquez was used mainly more as a target man. Uh, Wyoming in the first half in that game definitely looked to push up to him and get it out to the wings, whether it was uh, Hosfeld or Criddle summing in last game and did a tremendous job. Blake Hammond loses the touch in the ball, but Monroe continues to push it. And heading towards the end line, past the end zone it goes. Goal kick, Wyoming. Goal kick for the Cowboys. In our fifth minute of action, I believe the student section for Wyoming's out here. I believe uh, members of the girls lacrosse team of Wyoming are out here tonight. It's great to see the amount of turnout for our both sides for this first regional playoff. The winner of this game either gets number two, Tipka New, or number eight, Marietta. Both of those teams, 19 wins and one draw this season. And that'll be Saturday at a place and a time to be determined. You're listening here on ESP Media, powered by Sidearm Sports. Still no score. Now in our sixth minute of action, 35-24 to go. Chipped on the other side by Wyoming, Sam Rangley. Wyoming fields it, left side. Back to the back line of the Cowboys. Missing Jackson Marquez. And the Hornets will give chase, but that's a throw-in for Monroe on the far side. And Zach, both these goalies, very strong cases. Adam Duff has started the entire season for Monroe. 14 shutouts for him as well, just five goals allowed, and led the SWBL in shutouts, and a save percentage of 92%, where Austin Stone, very similar numbers, again, starting the whole season for the Cowboys, led the CHL in shutouts with 14, save percentage of 95% and 93 saves on the year. Yeah, we have two great goalies in goal tonight for both teams, like you mentioned with the 14 shutouts. It's always nice to see both teams have allowed under seven goals, Wyoming allowing six, Monroe allowing five, and they're pretty similar in the offensive categories as well with Monroe scoring 90 goals on the season and Wyoming scoring 77 themselves. Uh, the Wyoming defense is going to be in for a tall task tonight, trying to stop Zach Hamden and Ben Griffiths. Then, like we mentioned before, the 24 and 23 goals scored and a lot of assists for both those guys, leading scorers in the SWBL. Mention how Jackson Marquez against the Bellbrook defense, but Wyoming's defense, they did a very nice job against Trace Terry and Bryce Farron of the Golden Eagles. Yeah, it's a little bit of a combination that they saw on Saturday as well. Just got to hope that the back line keeps their shape. And like we mentioned in the uh, broadcast on Saturday, making sure that there's a defender on each person at all times and hopefully a little bit of help in case uh, the offensive players are able to get past them. It's not as windy tonight as it was Saturday at Mason. It is blowing towards the west. That would be towards the Monroe fans, the far side of the pitch. We're looking westward towards Lakota East High School. South of us is Cincinnati Children's and also the new Liberty Center. And to the north of us will be the concession stand here at 
LEHS. And there's no score with 33-12 to go in our opening half here. Two very powerful teams battling to continue their season in regional play. Also, we mentioned who's at stake. That'd be Elite Eight game for one of these teams to claim victory. It's hard to believe there's 16 teams in Division Two still playing boys soccer. Yeah, it, it is pretty crazy that we're already to this point where we're battling for an Elite Eight spot, but all the teams around this time, they are good. So gotta set the game up, make sure that we're sound on both sides here, whether it be defensively or offensively, pushing it and getting the tempo going. And the way was Will DeBoer to Monroe, bouncing ball wide of the reach of Adam <laughs> Duff. It's a goal kick for the Fighting Hornets of Monroe. I think they're actually bringing it up to about the 25-yard line of the football field. I think uh, referee called Jackson Marquez coming in a little too late and causing an obstruction. Austin Riley puts the ball in play. Monroe now on the far side of the pitch. No score here. A beautiful rainy night. It's champion's weather. I think Wyoming uh, Sports on Twitter said that. Possibly Wyoming M Soccer on Twitter as well. Cowboys now move the ball off the Thunderhawk logo. Looking for the right wing and Kobe Hosfeld scoring the first goal against the Golden Eagles. He looks to draw first blood against the Hornets tonight. Taken away by Will DeBoard. Nice defensive play. DeBoard again from the bounce of Benjamin Griffiths. And bouncing ball looking up top for Zach Hamden. Hornets fly on the right wing. And it's taken away. I believe that's Jesse Levine. Play quite solidly on that back line for Wyoming. The win against Bellbrook. Controlled now by Adam Plager, one of two captains. Austin Riling, the other one for Monroe. Throw in on the way for the Cowboys. And Joey Trapp. The two-hander looking past midfield. Driven by Sam Rangley on the right wing. And poked away by Benjamin Griffiths of the Hornets. Left wing time. Trapp gets underneath there. And Wyoming back with the ball. Looking for Jackson Marquez up top. Pushed away by Austin Riling, the center back for the Hornets. Michael Oster, the head coach of Monroe. And Adam Jones, the head coach of the Cowboys. Cowboys putting some pressure in there. Attacking third from the far wing. Looking for Hosfeld. It bounces out of the reach of Hosfeld. And another throw in for Monroe. And I believe it's our first substitution on the night for the Hornets. Number nine. That's Noel Taylor Noel coming Taylor in in place of Seth Wolfenbarger. So the Hornets go to their bench early and use Noel Taylor on the left wing. That's the near side of the Hornets. Jackson Marquez of Wyoming gives chase, but popped forward by Zach Hamden. Scratch it. That is Will DeBoard back there. Zach Hamden up top. All right, a lot of oohs and ahs as we have played 10 minutes of football here, and there's no score between Wyoming and Monroe. Towards the logo once more, Sebastian Sinagaglia will chip it towards his left, and now Monroe racing forward with Logan Schaefer. Two Cowboys on top of the ball controller for the Hornets. Monroe recovers. But that pass up top looking for Zach Hamden, chipped away by Wyoming. Rain is coming down. It's been fairly steady all night. And now Set here's up by Marquez. Jackson Wrangley Marquez. Pass. Here's Rangley. And Wrangley oh. scores. 
Excellent build-up play there by Wyoming, getting it up to Jackson Marquez right in the middle, like we talked about, being the target man. Yet again, he sets up Rangley on a give-and-go, 1-2. Rangley left foot, back of the net, Cowboys up 1-0. For Rangley, you can give him his 13th goal in the season. Now the Cowboys lead Monroe 1-0 with 29-19 to go in our first half. And like Zach mentioned, perfect play from Jackson Marquez. You can give him his eighth assist of 2019. If you're Coach Jones, you gotta love that he scored early within the first 15 minutes or so or play here, uh, a little bit after the 10 mark, 10 minute mark. Gotta love the energy that the Cowboys are coming out with. 12th minute now, attacking third throw in for Monroe as Will DeBoard will handle this. Goes towards his left. And it will remain with the Hornets. Coming in this time for this throw in is Austin Riley. They often say, by they I mean people in sport, say that you're 30 seconds to a minute after a goal is scored, no matter who scores it, it's your most vulnerable. And right now Monroe, they're the deepest they've been in this match. Header from inside the six goes wide of the target, and that's a goal kick for Wyoming. And you are right, Lee. They, they do say that probably a minute or two after you have scored a goal in soccer is probably your most vulnerable state just with the energy being so high. You, you try to tighten up a little bit and make sure that Monroe doesn't get the equalizer. So far, possession has been fairly even. Monroe's had their fair share of drives, Wyoming. That perfectly set up drive by Jackson Marquez, finding Rangley to score. That's why the Cowboys lead 1-0 in the 13th minute, 27-57 to go in our opening half here from Lakota East High School. Beautiful field, beautiful press box, beautiful facility. Bouncer, there was a Hornet right behind that ball. Trying to handle it was Noel Taylor. He doesn't get a solid piece, but there's Blake Hammond to get it for Monroe. Here's Taylor towards the right, trying to find some open room. Shot is blocked, heading towards the goalie. That was Benjamin Griffiths trying to even the score. And coming in for the ball is Noel Taylor, but it's scooped up by Austin Snowden. Still one nothing Cowboys, 27-23 to go in our first half. Goal is actually credit for Jesse Levine. That's his fourth goal in the year. Levine scores, and it's still 1-0 Wyoming. Monroe in their defending half, pushing it forward, and Blake Hammond. Jackson Marquez still with that nice setup. is about as velvetly smooth as you can see on the pitch. Now for Benjamin Griffiths on the left wing, darts it from the middle to Blake Hammond on the left. Heading towards that near corner and whistled away by the Wyoming back line. Let's settle down by Adam Plager of Monroe, darting it back for DeBoard and can't quite find Benjamin Griffiths moving forward. It's in the hands of Austin Snowden and he'll hold on with a Hornet flying close by. Still great to see all the folks filing into Lakota East High School Stadium. Lots of ponchos out there. Lots of tents, like I mentioned. Umbrellas, too. As Monroe comes up with it, but off the legs of Kobe Hosfeld. Play on, says the ref, dressed in red, the official dressed in red. But Monroe trying to 
wing it forward. It hits off the knee of Griffiths, and Wyoming attacking the near side. One on two, and taken down was Hossfeld, and that's going to be a free kick for Wyoming. That's dangerously close to the 18-yard box. Just outside the 18. Free kick, Cowboys. Free kick for Wyoming, and I believe that's Sam Rangley with Number the spin. Sam Rangley with the kick. Rangling's got most of his Cowboys on the far side of the pitch, so we might see Rangley try to score here. Low curver, Adam Duff, perfect measurement by the sophomore. He'll land on top of it on the A of Lakota East, the one of three, and it's gonna be whisked away by Adam Duff. Nice shot by Rangley there. He, like we talked about, he had the uh, potential of the shot there. It looked like that one was going on goal, or he could have lofted it in. Went ahead, tried to get the bend over. I just unfortunate that uh, didn't go the Cowboys' way there. Monroe back in their attacking third. Whistled away by Hosfeld. Heading towards the box, pushed forward. Some open room for Monroe. Chased by two Cowboys. Shot saved, Snowden with the left leg. Shot taken by Benjamin Griffiths. Great shot by Griffiths, but a nice right leg save as Snowden went down for it and blocked it with his calf. I think that was more of a last ditch effort for Snowden. Excellent job of getting down there and blocking it and keeping the Cowboys up. Now the other side is Jackson Marquez, right wing, close to the red touchline. Jackson Marquez trying to break through. Nice heads up read by Alex Watkins, and the clock has stopped, and a whistle. And we might have a card, our first card of the night. It's Jackson Marquez with the card. They gave Jackson Marquez the card with 24-19 to go, so that'd be the 17th minute free kick issue to Monroe. We had five yellow cards all in that second half between Wyoming and Bellbrook, and we have our first tonight going against Jackson Marquez, which means for high school, thank you to Zach for telling me, that if you get a yellow card in high school, you have to sub out for a little bit. In college, you can keep playing. Normally you're subbed out, but it's not by rule. Yes, yeah, so I did a little bit of research there they do not have to come out if they get a yellow card. It is just more of a precautionary thing to just bring them off. They don't have to be subbed out. I think it's more of a uh, coach's decision on if they want to bring the player out for a little bit or if they want to keep them in and risk potentially getting even more of a second yellow or a red card. And you know what they say about red cards, you get one, you're done. And we'll have a free kick for Wyoming. <laughs> The referee reached into his right pocket. I thought he was pulling out the second yellow card of the match, but it's just a free kick for the Cowboys. And it's right past the soccer circle, handled by Jesse Levine, who scored the lone goal thus far. 23-36 to go in our first half. Levine with his fourth goal, and it's 1-0 Cowboys over Monroe. By the way, Zach mentioned it a couple minutes ago, but both these teams... They've been very stingy when it comes to goals allowed. That free kick, I think that bounces off the head of Alex Watkins of Monroe. Wyoming trying to keep it in, but sent away by Will DeBoard. Backline now for Wyoming, attacks from the left on the far side. One-on-one -on -one battle right in front of Logan Schaefer. Cowboys maintain it, high pop-up towards the 18 and a free kick for Monroe. Going back to the goals allowed. Monroe has allowed five on the season, including one in the playoffs to Indian Hill. 
Wyoming, six allowed with the one against the Belleville Golden Eagles. Cross from the far side, can't connect with Hosfeld. Cowboys back line maintains it. Couple nice headers there. Zach Hamden trying to control it. Picked up by Wyoming. That's Joey Trapp with a heads up read. And it's out of bounds off Kobe Hosfeld's touch. Throw in for the Hornets. 22-15 to go in our first half as Wyoming leads Monroe 1-0 here from Lakota East High School. Home of the Thunderhawks and home of the first regional game for both the Cowboys and the Hornets. Very special moment for both Wyoming and Monroe as their soccer teams went pretty far in the playoffs. Monroe's boys and girls still active. Wyoming boys, well, they're here tonight and they're up 1-0. Push forward now, rolling. I believe that's Gus Peacock. It's gonna be a throw in for Wyoming close to the track curve on the other side. So far the rain doesn't seem to be really affecting the match. Mentioned in Wyoming versus Bellbrook, both teams seem to handle the wet turf quite well. But tonight it feels like it's not affecting them at all. Throw-in is knocked around by Monroe inside the six. Taken away by the Cowboys, shot goes wide left. And bouncing towards the concession stand. It's a corner kick for Wyoming. I want to say Jesse Levine's out there to take it for the Cowboys. Number eight, Jesse Levine with the corner. Jackson Marquez will sub in at the next dead ball for Wyoming. Corner kick far side of the field. This is where the wind is blowing in your face. Low liner off of Wyoming, but there's a foul in the box and it's Monroe with a free kick inside the penalties. 1-0 Wyoming, your score. About halfway through our first half in the 20th minute. Thank you for joining us here on ESP Media, powered by Sidearm Sports. Right above the Thunderhawks' head, Monroe trying to swipe it away. Picked up by Sebastian Senegaglia. Gaglia again, straight ahead, one-on-one -on -one pressure for the ball carrier. Wrangley redistributes it. Now on the near side, Wyoming's trap pushed away from the defense of Blake Hammond. Back to Snowden. He'll send it far wing past the reach of Luke Crockett. I believe that's Sam Yoakum out there. Throw in for Monroe. And hit off one of the two Cowboys in front of the lone Hornet. And he'll rattle off a throw in. Hornets very close to their attacking third. Past the halfway point of our first half, it's Jesse Levine with his fourth goal in the year to make Wyoming lead Monroe 1-0. Great crowd on hand, rain is steady. Just a little bit chilly and just a throw in upcoming for Wyoming to the left okay, of their bench as Jackson Marquez, Marquez checks in. He'll take the place of Kobe Hosfeld. Throw in off the top of the head of Ethan Herbert. Wyoming trying to push it through. And it's gonna be another throw in upcoming for Wyoming. Left side of the bench, near side, and Monroe's attacking third. 
reach of Levine, but handled by Sam Wrangley right there. And now we'll have a whistle and a free kick. Wrangley got a little too rough with the Hornet, and Monroe wins a free kick from it. It looked like Levine just held the Hornet attacking player just a little too much. Referee rewards with the foul there. Number 13, Austin Ryling with the free kick. Austin Ryling set for the free kick for the Hornets. One Hornet behind the free kick taker. One Hornet looking to sub in. Ryling, one of two captains for this Monroe Hornet squad. Left hand goes up, then down for Ryling. He'll chip it towards the mob, pushing forward towards Snowden. Closest Hornet there would have been Blake Hammond, but Austin Snowden makes a nice stop by the end line. And everyone goes flying back the other way towards the north of this facility. Seventeen forty-seven to go in our first half here. Zach Ritter, Mike Reeder, and Lee W. Mowen with you here tonight. Austin Riling, the center back, pushes it forward, looking for Adam Plager. Left back midfield, here's Blake Hammond with the drive, bouncing it, cannot connect to Zach Hamden. Again, Zach Hamden led the entire Southwestern Buckeye League in scoring by points. 23 goals, 15 assists, 61 points for the Monroe Hornets. And again, in soccer, goals are worth two points, one point for each assist. Now here's some action down the right wing. Jackson Marquez with the pickup after the drive from Ethan Herbert. Jackson Marquez, oh, oh. reach of Adam Duff, and it scrapes off the crossbar. And it goes out of play for a Monroe throw in, and the sub for the Hornets comes in soon. Looks like Zach Hamden is going to go to the bench. Nice job by Jackson Marquez there. That's almost one where you don't know if that's a shot on goal or if he's just trying to get that in to somebody to create. Bounces off. Looked like the post of the goal. Duff read it a little bit wrong. Fortunate enough to go out of bounds for a Monroe throw in. Wyoming trying to chase the ball back as that was Zach Hamden subbing out for Seth Wolfenbarger. Seth Wolfenbarger, Wolfenbarger back in the match. 14th in the SWBL by points. And now Wyoming with a takeaway. Levine, however, could not keep it in play. It went past that red line. It's a little tough to see, especially on the far side of things, but Levine ran out of real estate and was a throw in for Monroe. One nothing Cowboys, 16 minutes to play in our opening half. And Gaglia, a couple bounces, taken away by Wolfenbarger of Monroe. Doubling over towards the far side, looks like that's Schaefer with the drive. Now back to our Plager. Hornets push it forward now towards that midfield line. So Gaglia in the way of the closest Hornet. A battle for it, center line. And Monroe comes up with it, Plager with a nice heads up rush retrieve it now for Griffiths up the middle one-on-one -on -one battle here comes a sliding Austin Snowden and he'll make it he might have got hit a little bit not intentional Snowden slid forward there's a one-on-one -on -one battle for the ball looks like Snowden's going to be okay nice shot by Snowden coming off his line realizing the ball was getting past the Monroe attacking player coming out making the slide and a nice communication between him and Gus Peacock back there. Student section in front of us here, chanting Austin Snowden's name. Again, there was a Hornet and a Cowboy battling for the ball, and Austin Snowden slid forward. A lot of 
time to make a decision. But Snowden is A-OK. -okay. The official did stop the clock. There's 15-14 to go in our first half. The Cowboys lead 1-0. Right foot blast for Snowden, crossing midfield by Adam Plager. Chipped the other way by Griffiths. And now Wyoming pushing forward. Leading Monroe 1-0 to the near corner. Goes Herbert. His cross is knocked away by Monroe. And that will set up Cowboys corner kick number two for the Cowboys. The first one on the eastern side of the pitch. This is the one where the wind is blowing for you. Actually, the American flag is not blowing at all. So the wind must have died down between getting the pronunciations for the name, for the names. And now, corner kick, low liner, off of Duff, loose ball, settled down by Wyoming. Duff has trapped it with both knees. Great job by Adam Duff. That is keeping your net empty that time. A nice job by Duff, realizing that there's a lot of crowded area there coming off of his line. Blocked a couple shots and was eventually able to come up with it. Wrangley is dangerous so far off these corner kicks with that left hook, left footed shot that looked like it had a chance of going in straight off of the corner kick. Cowboys push again. It's going to be a throw in off of Monroe. A throw in for the Cowboys on the far side of the pitch. In terms of gridiron, that would be right around the 13 yard line. Two Hornets will now sub in. Out will go Blake Hammond, who's played quite well tonight. And also Noel Taylor will check out. I believe Zach Hamden comes back in. And William Bruce does too. And for Wyoming, Kobe Hosfeld comes back in. He'll be back on this near side wing. Replaces Ethan Herbert. That's going to be a goal kick for Monroe. Happened on the far corner. I thought it hit off a Hornet, but goal kick for Monroe. 13 minutes to go in our opening okay. half here at Lakota East. Wyoming one, Monroe nil. Nicely packed house here tonight. Lots of Monroe fans, lots of Wyoming fans here tonight. Second straight match where Wyoming is facing a Southwestern Buckeye League foe. The Cowboys came on top over Bellbrook, 2-1. Two, to two quick goals in the second half, and then Bellbrook scored top shelf. It was Luke Motil with the top shelf goal. Kobe Hosfeld and Sebastian Sinagaglia scoring in the game against Bellbrook. Takeaway is, was that Brennan Hesse trying to push forward? And that's a free kick given to Monroe. Could not tell if that was Hesse. But it's a free kick for Monroe, much to the... Pleasure of the Hornets making the short trip from the village. Ryling gets this free kick for Monroe. He's got one Hornet towards his left, two behind him, counting the goalie in Adam Duff. Free kick on the way. Left hand up and down for the captain, Ryling. Sends it into the box. Off a Cowboy midfielder heading towards that corner. It's a throw in for Monroe. It does not get past the end line, just the touch line. Monroe's gonna bring all but three up, if you're including the uh, 
throw in taker for the Hornets. They're going to leave two defenders back. Crowd the box towards the middle of the PK spot. It's going to be a long throw in for Monroe. Picking up speed now. And Snowden and just takes that straight out of the air. That was Austin Riling with that long throw, and Snowden makes the catch by his net. 11 minutes to go in this first half. Wyoming up 1-0 over Monroe. Winner of this game plays Saturday at a time and location to be determined against either number two, Tippecanoe and the Red Devils of the Miami Valley League, or number eight, Marietta. But both those teams are 19-0-1 on the season. Now Wyoming, Jackson Marquez with the touch, sweeps it towards his left, Wrangley with the bounce back out, and Monroe pushes it forward back line of the Cowboys is Sebastian Sinagaglia. Good push back by Logan Schaefer, but the Cowboys pick the ball back up. One-on-one -on -one action, chipped towards that far corner and shoot away by the back line of the Hornets. One-nothing Wyoming, your score. We have a score update. Thanks to Zach for looking it out. First half, Tippecanoe leads 1-0. They're playing at Chillicothe, Ohio in South Central Ohio. Left wing time, Wyoming's back line, shoes it forward. Cowboys with the touch, it's gonna to be, I thought it was past the touch line, but it's settled down. Kobe Hosfeld, throw in for Wyoming, and that's Ethan Herbert coming in. Looks like he'll take the place. Is that Owen Vickers? I think that's Owen Vickers subbing out. Joey Trapp with the throw in. And that goal scored by Tippecanoe is just only six minutes into the game. And that's the latest update that we have. So we're going to go off that 1-0 score. But it could be a little bit more. I'm not 100% sure because that was 21 minutes ago that we got that update. Great start for the Red Devils at Tippecanoe. Again, formerly of the Greater Western Ohio Conference. But this being the first year of the reinsurgence of the Miami Valley League. Half the G-Walks stay in the G-Walk, the other half did not. They stay in the Miami Valley League. Monroe sells it down off the Thunderhawks left wing. Defensive line back with it, pushed forward by Benjamin Griffiths. Hornets on the attack, left wing time. Keeping it in play now for Riling. Still a throw in for Monroe. We'll see a Hornet sub in. It'll be for the right striker, Blake Hammond, coming back in. I think that's Brennan Hesse checking out. one nothing Cowboys, 8.23 to go in our first half here on a rainy Wednesday evening. Chipped off the right ankle of Adam Plager. Jackson Marquez giving chase. Some help from Kobe Hosfeld to open the ball. Monroe pushing it up the field. Now for Jackson Marquez. He works the ball wonderfully on that near touchline. However, he was double teamed and lost it with Austin Riling breathing down his neck. Lots of come-ons from both sides of the field. It's a goal kick for Wyoming. Marquez does have to be careful here, sitting on the yellow card after the play was over, kind of unintentionally ran into the clearing defender of Monroe and referee stops play as he's gonna to talk to both and make sure 
the Monroe Hornet player is okay. With the rainy conditions, that field is quite slick. Like I mentioned, both teams, they seem like no water off their back, pun pretty much intended there. But playing quite well under these conditions where the winds died down and it's a stream, a steady stream of rain. It's a goal kick on the way for Wyoming. 7.32 and rolling to go in the first half. And it's 1-0 Cowboys thanks to the strike from Jesse Levine from Jackson Marquez. Throw an issue to Monroe in front of their bench. They're on the far side of the field with the Hornet faithful. Blistered up top. One-on-one -on -one battle for the lone striker and it gets away from Zach Hamden to Austin Snowden. Nobody really wanted to touch that ball, it seemed like. It bounced over about three or four heads there. Snowden comes out off his line, says, I'll just take care of that, and he boots it on up. I think if Zach Hamden did get the touch, I don't think the offside flag would have went up. But there's Jackson Marquez, a bump on the far wing, and it goes out of bounds off of Jackson Marquez for a Monroe throw in. one nothing Cowboys, 6.36 to go in our first half. Still a nice thing that the fans brought some tents. Monroe's got at least five on the other side of the pitch. I see one for Wyoming. That's all I see. A lot of umbrellas on the Wyoming sideline as well. Lots of jackets, ponchos. Now Monroe far side, past the center line. Chisels away by Luke Crockett the left defender, and Monroe takes it off a bounce. Looking for Zach Hamden, it's chipped forward by Wyoming's back line. Monroe's Blake Hammond now, bounces off a Cowboy past center line, and Wyoming comes up with a nice setup for Hosfeld behind the back look, pushed forward by Levine, and now here's Rangley, two on three. His cross doesn't get to Jackson Marquez. It finds the center back. And now the Hornets try to push forward. Sebastian Sinagoglia in the way, and he strips the ball from Benjamin Griffiths. Nice shot by Sinagoglia there, being able to muster off the attacking Hornets player. Now Rangley down the line, making in some juke moves, cuts. That's off of Monroe's will to board. And it's a throw in for Wyoming. It will be, that's about what? Five yards away from the corner flag? Yeah, about five yards away. Uh, this soccer pitch is pushed in a little bit more, so their goal lines are not at the back of the end zone on both sides. Uh, this throw-in is probably taking place, if we're looking at a soccer or the uh, football field, basically right at the goal line. Herbert with the two-hand toss, and Monroe swarming up front. They turn it over for Sinagoglia. Herbert trying to get a nice touch on it, pops it up, be a 50-50 ball now around the right side. Shoot away by Herbert, but kept in by Trapp. Cowboys pressuring, looking for Morris. And Agaglia can't find Jackson Marquez. It's shoot away. One Hornet around the ball. Four Cowboys back there. Throw in Wyoming. I think that's Sam Yoakum that's taking the throw in. 4.15 to go in our first half as Wyoming leads Monroe 1-0. Jesse Levine with the goal for the Cowboys. His... Fourth on the season. 
Hammond, left wing, back to Hammond from Wolfenbarger. And Hammond lost touch on it by a Cowboy, but it goes past the touch line, and Monroe looking to attack with a throw in and a sub late in this first half. Joey Trapp was caught off guard there. He went up to try to defend on a streak. The uh, Hornets offensive player was able to get past him, but a nice shot by Jesse Levine to get back and kick it out of bounds, and the Cowboys are going to reset with everybody in the box except for Kobe Hosfeld. Noel Taylor has checked in for Seth Wolfenbarger. Three and a half to go in the first. Still 1-0 Wyoming. Wolf. And Snowden, great grab on that jumping header by Will DeBoard. DeBoard grew springs on the bottom of his spikes, and he got a nice header down low, but Snowden is there for that catch. DeBoard did a nice job getting up there, reading the ball, meeting it properly with his head. Snowden in the right spot, just lands right in his palms, takes it away. Now Wyoming, they're attacking third, popped up by the center back once more. Jackson Barquez on a 50-50 opportunity. It's a little too far for Kobe Hosfeld to handle, and Adam Duff, dressed in Monroe gold, will move it forward. That's a nice shade of gold, by the way. 241 remains in our first half. Wyoming, the lone goal scorer so far. It's Jesse Levine. The Cowboys lead 1-0. Throw in for Wyoming, far side of the pitch. Jesse Levine's goal was serviced by Jackson Marquez and a beautiful flick on the far side. And now Monroe with an opportunity here, but picked off quite well. And now Monroe with the mishandling of the ball. That's Noel Taylor towards the left, throw in Monroe. Booze coming from the Wyoming side of the pitch this time, from the Cowboy faithful. Two minutes, Two minutes left in the first half, that throw in from the board goes to the back midfielder, I think that was Jesse Levine that time. Hornets recoup, that's Schaefer, right wing, pushing towards that far corner, that's Zach Hamden. Zach Hamden trying to flick it back, Cowboys send it further out of the attacking third of Monroe and bouncing towards the 50-yard line. Jackson Marquez unable to hold on to it. And Jackson Marquez will walk back towards Adam Duff. It's a throw-in for Wyoming. Throw-in for the Cowboys as soon as we get the ball back in. Well, one of the balls back in. That took a leave of absence towards the high school where the sophomores, juniors, and seniors of Lakota East go. There's a freshman campus as well. 109 remains in this first half. 1-0, Wyoming, your score. At the half, we'll have Jan Wilking on ESP Media. Hope you join us for that clip. Talking everything Cowboys. Football winning the 40th straight game. That's That takes a lot. Picked off by Monroe, still in their attacking third, rolling it back out now for Plager. Plager left wing, drops it back out. It's now for DeBoard. DeBoard with the long toss. And Wyoming's back line pushes it forward. Noel Taylor trying to keep it alive for the Hornets, but Wyoming pushes it towards the logo. 30 seconds left in the first half. And free kick Monroe. Free kick Monroe. Sam Rangley charged with that foul. Hornet went down. It's Riling with a free kick towards the right, throw in Wyoming. So we have 10 seconds left, 1-0 Wyoming. Nine, eight, throw in, seven, 
chiseled away by the Hornets. Plager, right wing, sent forward by Wyoming, and the ball will bounce out of bounds. And that's halftime here at Lakota East as the Wyoming Cowboys lead the Monroe Hornets 1-0 after 40 minutes of play. And during this halftime break, you can hear from Wyoming Athletic Director Jan Wilking on ESP Media, powered by Sidearm Sports. Welcome to the Weekly 80 Podcast here on wyomingathletics.org and ESP Media, powered by Sidearm Sports. I'm Jason Griefer, and as always, we're joined by Wyoming AD Jan Wilking. Uh, Jan, good to talk to you again. Very busy week we had last week. It was a busy week, but a good week. Overall, a good week, so we'll take those anytime. Absolutely. Let's uh, get right into it. Let's start on the pitch and uh, start with your boys' soccer team. And we'll – two big wins over the week and to get to the regionals, which we'll talk about here in a little bit. But let's go back to the first one. Uh, we were talking about this last week, uh, big matchup, rematch with Summit Country Day, the four-time defending state champions. You're able to knock them off 1-0 to uh to advance to the district final we'll talk about that here in just a moment so but let's talk about this match against summit country day big win there uh winning on a pk and uh, i got to give credit to austin snowden your keeper i mean the guy just absolutely stood on his head the, the entire night yeah he had an amazing game i mean certainly you could point to four or five really stood out but austin snowden there were a couple saves um, that he made i really don't even know how he did that um, it was absolutely amazing. So, you know, big, big time players make big time plays in big games, and that's exactly what he did. So it was, uh, it was really fun to watch and be part of. Yeah, great, great job by him. Uh, it secures the win over Summit Country Day, so you get revenge there. Now you have the most wins in program history. Move on to the uh, the next round, the district final, and uh, beat Bellbrook on Saturday. And you're not the only one, but th these were just awful conditions to play in. And to uh, get a gritty 2-1 to -one win in those kind of conditions, I have to imagine the coaching staff was just ultra pleased. Absolutely, and the... The first half wasn't too bad. It, it was cold and windy, but it wasn't raining. It started raining about halftime, and by midway through the half, the second half, it was just a downpour. And uh, the, as you said, we weren't the only ones. I think every soccer game, and certainly earlier that day, cross country had to fight through some adversity as it came to the weather. But we were able to pull it out. Students um, played hard. Certainly, um, you know, we were in great shape physically for the game. And I think uh, a lot of that makes a difference when you get to this time of year. Yeah, absolutely so. So they win the district. Now they're on to the regionals this Wednesday night. Going to take on Monroe. That game will be uh, at Lakota East. It's uh, 7 o'clock on Wednesday. So uh, how important is that then as far as you talk about the kids being in great shape then the recovery time and now to get ready as the competition steps up even more as you're in the regional? I think it's, it's really a difference maker. You know, a couple years ago we started – working with uh, speed applications and Adam Zabo's group. And I, if there's one thing I can point to that has really made a difference in, in our sports um, from, from zero to 100, it would, it would be Adam's group. And the amount of work that our kids are willing to put in in the off season, it is very impressive to me. Absolutely, and I think uh, just as impressive looking back at this past week, obviously the emotions and everything that went into the Summit Country game, you get over that, and there's no hangover effect. And I think that's a credit to your coaching staff to get the kids to be able to put that behind them and refocus to uh, to beat Bellbrook and now move on to Monroe. I thought that was really impressive as well. 
I think they're very have very very good tunnel vision this time of year as most most coaches do, and it's task at hand. It's be one and zero, move on to the next one. Um, but absolutely a credit to our coaching staff for what they were able to pull together this week in multiple sports. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, so the boys are back in action again Wednesday night, seven o'clock at Lakota East High School, where they would take on Monroe in the regional semifinal. Let's move over to the girls' side. Uh, not quite so lucky on that side there. The girls get to the district finals and then fall in overtime to Oakwood by a final of 2-1. to one. And one of those matches that just seemed like it was at the ebbs and flows of the match and Oakwood just made one more play. Nothing against your team at all. Uh, Oakwood just uh, made the play when they had to. And that's exactly what happened. Um, it was a very balanced match. I think if you look at time of possession, it was, it was very balanced. Um, it just came down to some things at the end. It, that the ball literally didn't bounce our way, uh, and it bounced their way. So you, you, know, you tip your hat to them, wish them good luck. But what a heartbreaker for our students and our coaching staff. Um, they worked so hard and fought through some adversity all year to prepare to get to that point. Um, and, you know, for the second year in a row, we we had some heartbreak at that level. Last year we lost on PKs at this point, and, and now this year um, losing the way we did. But no doubt Coach Wood will get them refocused and, and be ready to go next year at this time. Yeah, great season nonetheless, as you said, going through the adversity, and uh, hopefully next year they can use that to overcome and uh, advance even further on. So great season nonetheless for uh, girls' soccer. Let's move over to cross country. You touched on it just a moment ago. Uh, both the boys and the girls running at the regionals this past Saturday. Conditions were just just terrible, we'll just for lack that. of a better, for better <laughs> word. Yeah, they, they were just absolutely rotten. It's the rain all day long. You know, the mud, the wind, all these factors in. And it was just it was just tough sledding out there for everybody. But not all is lost there as uh, Tiffany Chen once again is headed to state. She is for the third time in her career. And it would be four times if she uh, didn't get hurt last year. But for the fourth time in her sorry, third time in her career, she'll be headed up to National Trailway and um, look forward to her seeing her compete with the, the state's best. Yeah, she had a good run, as did Sylvia Coyle. Had a great, had a PR, and, and really, you know, set herself up to be a team leader next year for our girls. Yeah, absolutely. The both both teams, by the way, finished in the top 15. Tiffany Chen, the only one to move on. Uh, before we, before we move on and talk about a volleyball with uh, Tiffany Chen, as you said, her third trip to state. The only reason why she didn't go last year is because of an injury. Is she the best runner ever at Wyoming High School? Well, that that's a. That's a large crown to wear. I think there would be some competition for that. Um, you know, we have had a storied running program, and when you look at some of the students who have gone through and their times and what they've gone on to do, you know, Friday night we inducted a person into the Hall of Fame who was an Olympic runner, so male, uh, David Payne. But still, um, you know, when you think about Emily Stites, when you think about Riley Barr, those are some pretty, pretty good runners, and Tiffany certainly fits in that conversation. But I'm not sure I'm ready to say anybody's <laughs> the best anything at Wyoming uh, High School all the uh, time. Understandable. Yeah, understandable. <laughs> sure, absolutely. But that, that that's not a bad problem to have. But also with Tiffany to be in the to be in the conversation, even even that alone uh, speaks to her talent. Absolutely. Plus the sites live across the street from me, so I can't say that you know, <laughs> with their daughter. <laughs> so it's a uh, quick. Uh, there you go. <laughs> so it's a quick walk across the street and a knock on the door and say, hey, what's up? Right, right. right. <laughs> <laughs> 
So uh, we don't want we don't want to cause any strife there. You've got had a lot of talent there. Let's just put it that way. Uh, let's move to a uh, volleyball. Uh, they take care of business in the district, uh, beating Alter in the final. Tough road to get there though. Had to go the distance against McNick in the semifinals. So they get there, take care of business against Alter, and now the competition really steps up this Thursday. They're going to take on number one Bishop Fenwick, who's only lost one match all season long. Very tough hill to climb, but. Uh, I think the challenge that they were able to overcome in the districts can only help them beating McNick and then Alter. Yeah, Alter, Alter certainly is always a formidable opponent for the Cowboys um, in, in all sports. I feel like we're on the tour of the, G, of the GCCL right now, co-ed uh, group. But, um, you know, that's the path you have to take in Southwest Ohio. And, uh, you know, it's hard, but it's the way that it's written, and uh, we're not going to back down from it. But, you know, all credit to Fenwick. They're a very good team, and we'll do our best to, to put our student-athletes in a position to win. I'm sure on a Thursday night in the regional. Uh, let's move on to the uh, gridiron here as we're winding down this week on the Weekly 80 Podcast. Uh, football takes care of business again, as we talked about last week. Uh, the ability to not look ahead is a credit to Coach Hancock. They take care of business 44-0 over Taylor for their 24th straight win. Uh, playoffs are already taken care of, so you don't have to worry about that necessarily. But now you have everything in front of you this week. You're taking on Indian Hill this week for the league title. Indian Hill only has the one loss on the year, and that came to uh, McNick in week two. They're unbeaten in the league. You're unbeaten in the league. So th this is really everything that you want in week 10 of the regular season, is it not? And those were exactly Coach Hancock's words after the game. I think it took him about uh, one minute after the game on Friday night to turn the page and, and talk to the students on the field about what you've set yourself up for. Um, on so many different levels in terms of a home game on Friday night, playing in front of your entire community on senior night uh, for the league championship, for an undefeated regular season. Uh, we certainly have a lot to play for, as does Indian Hill, for sure. Um, you know, it'll be a great game, and as usual, as it has been the last four or five years, it'll come down to which team makes plays and, and can execute what their game plan is and, and come out with the victory. We, we talked here. Here at Lakota East High School, we're at the half heading to the second half. The Wyoming Cowboys lead the Monroe Fighting Hornets 1-0. It's Jesse Levine scoring the goal, his fourth on the year, as the, the crazy Cowboys, as I'm gonna call them. That's a very loving on term. On Twitter, Cowboy Crazies. Oh, I just got it reversed. Yes. They are jumping up and down. They're having a great time. I think it's the We Ready chant. The Cowboys are now attacking from the right to the left, and Monroe left to right. Hornets in the white jerseys, Wyoming in the black jerseys. Wyoming is considered the home team in this match. Zach, 40 minutes in the books. Both teams played well, but Wyoming, they got the difference maker. Yeah, both teams played really well, and just like they have been all season, a lot of dominant play leading up for both of these teams coming into this game. It's been pretty even, I'd say. Wyoming had a nice little uh, play set up there with 
Jesse Levine passing it on to Jackson Marquez in the first half. He passes it back. Levine gets past the defender, puts it in the back of the net with his left foot. And here we are, Cowboys up 1-0 going into the second half. Austin Snowden versus Adam Duff. And the Hornets get the first kick of the second half. And we're back underway for more boys soccer regional action. Again, the winner of this game will play Saturday at the time and location to be determined. And the winner will either get number two, Tippecanoe, or number eight, Marietta. And Tippecanoe was leading 1-0. They score in the sixth minute of action. Cowboys now from right to left, and Monroe pushing from left to right. And they're on the chase. Swept away by the defensive grab of Luke Crockett. And back this way, popping through the legs of Seth Wolfenbarger. The Cowboys trying to push it forward, but Monroe keeping the ball in their attacking third quite nicely to start off the second half. Now for the far wing and Benjamin Griffiths. And it's going to be a throw in for Monroe as they look to tie things up quickly in this second half. We're in minute number 41. That's 39.09 to go in regulation. Wyoming leads 1-0 over the Fighting Hornets of Monroe. It's going to be a long two-handed throw from about the fifth lane of the track surrounding this pitch. And blistered away by Wyoming. Possibly off of Jackson Marquez, possibly off of Luke Crockett coming from behind. I think that might have been off the head of Marquez. He's quickly swarmed the Monroe player that eventually ended up with the ball and caused a little bit of pressure. And Monroe now pushes the ball back to build up an attack. One yellow card issued in the first half. That was on Jackson Marquez. And now the Hornets back towards their attacking third. Navy numbers, golden trim for the Hornets. And dark blue numbers, white trim, black jerseys for Wyoming with one singular stripe on both shoulders. It's a classic look. It is a classic look. And like we mentioned before in a previous broadcast, the Wyoming soccer crest. I do love that soccer crest. I believe Monroe has one as well. It's pushed forward. The ball is by Sam Yoakum on the left wing. Now for Rangley up top, Jackson Marquez. Too heavy on that last touch, and Monroe will pick it off. Adam Plager heads up Reed. Hornets now on the right side, just barely near that center field line. Right foot sent up for Benjamin Griffiths. Again, the second leading score in the entire Southwestern Buckeye League, which consists of 14 schools, but 13 boys soccer teams. Northridge does not field boys soccer. And Northridge would be North Dayton area. Name the polar bears. Chipped away by Benjamin Griffiths. Now for Blake Hammond on the reversal drive. Griffiths awaits left wing, pushing the Wyoming back line forward. Down low for Wolfenbarger. A two-bouncer and a race for the ball on that left wing. Monroe comes up with it just by the 18. Nice pass out, but it's spiraling away from Austin Ryling. And now back this way go the Cowboys. Can't find Jackson Marquez. In his way was Austin Ryling. I believe that last kick was William Bruce up top. And now Wyoming pushing it their way. 36-45 to go in regulation. 1-0 for Wyoming. Left foot cross high over the net. And it's a goal kick issue to Adam Duff, the Monroe goalie. Nice job by Jesse Levine, our goal scorer in the first half, is shrieking down the far post. Tries to get it in. Takes a short bounce right in front of Rangley. Unfortunately, goes up over the crossbar and ends up with a Monroe goal kick. Our engineer is Mike Reeder. 
he's Zach Ritter, and I'm Lee W. Mallon, and you're listening to ESP Media, powered by Sidearm Sports. 1-0 in favor of Wyoming. And Duff sent a goodbye, and a throw in issue to Wyoming in front of their bench. It's Yoakum, back to Yoakum, off the Monroe touch. And sailing over the head of Jackson Marquez, where Adam Duff plays it on two bounces. 35-44 to go in the second half, and Wyoming leads 1-0. Again, what's at stake? A Saturday night affair between the Tippecanoe Red Devils or Marietta at a time and a place to be determined. Most likely Saturday night. The location, I don't know. Again, Tippecanoe and Marietta are playing a chill of coffee, and Zach found out that Marietta's AM radio station is covering that game as well. Pass that red touch line for a Wyoming throw in. Last touch by William Bruce. Both of these teams on the pitch have yet to lose on the season. Monroe with two draws, Wyoming with one. One of the draws for Monroe was against the Bellbrook Golden Eagles at Bellbrook. Although Monroe did defeat Bellbrook in Monroe for one. We do have a score update in the Tippecanoe-Marietta game, about ready to start the second half up in Chillicothe. Tippecanoe leads 2-0. So that first goal in that sixth minute and a little bit of extra icing. Give the Red Devils a cushy seat, but there's still that second half to go. We also have the rest of Division II's regions for you. There are two games in each region, five, six, seven, and eight, one, two, three, and four for division one. That's why the random jump to five, throw in for Monroe. For region seven, that'd be the one closest to us. Columbus Academy has Bexley, and Columbus Academy and the Vikings are number 14. Whereas Milliersburg, West Holmes has Dover. Throw in Wyoming, now by the center line, popped up by Sam Rangley. Now on the other side for Jesse Levine. Burp forward, Wyoming continues to put pressure on it and we'll have a whistle on Blake Hammond and a free kick, Wyoming. Blake Hammond got a little too handsy trying to keep the forward from getting to the ball cleanly. That's why there's the free kick for the Cowboys. It was Kobe Hosfeld who's normally running up and down the, the flanks for the Cowboys. This time it was a little bit more in the middle of the field. Monroe defenders, it's got a little bit too much grab on Hosfeld results in a free kick, which I believe Levine is taking. Levine with a high looper towards the box, and Monroe will knock it away. Settled down by Zach Hamden as the Cowboys back line. On that free kick, there were three defenders behind the free kick ticker in Levine. Throw in for Monroe. Great turnout fans, like I mentioned several times. Both Wyoming and Monroe should be very proud of themselves for the great turnout we have, Cowboy fans and Hornet fans. Monroe being the closest school to Lakota East, just up the road at Cincinnati Dayton. Beautiful high school off Yankee Road off of 63. It's gonna be a throw in on the way for the Hornets. They continue to push towards their attacking third, but the Cowboys lead 1-0, 32-32 remains in regulation. Region 5, in case you're curious, has number 4, Cuyahoga Falls, Cuyahoga Valley Christian Academy versus number 9, Warren Howland, and then Akron, St. Vincent, St. Mary, you know the school where LeBron James went to, against 
Chartered Notre Dame Cathedral Latin. And that might not be the full name. Monroe circles around the ball. That is Wolfenbarger popped up towards the end zone. And Wyoming's Yoakum, another head bop. Herbert trying to push it away. Monroe, that's Zach Hamden, continuing to attack for the Hornets. Bouncing ball here, Snowden with the dive. And he lands on his right side with the ball right underneath his right hand. And that's going to be ruled a corner kick. They're saying Snowden went out of bounds. That red line, Zach mentioned it in the first half, but that red line, which would be the end line, is in the end zone on the northern part of the field, right above the lettering where it spells out Lakota East. It is, and it's not a bright red line either. It's a real dark line that blends in. If there's any dark spots on the pitch, it's real difficult to see. It, it looked like uh, Snowden had possession of it. He was out of bounds, but it doesn't matter. If the ball still stays in bounds, he is able to come up with that. That corner kick, looking for a plager. That's a high shot. It was white right of the crossbar. Okay. And it's gonna be a goal kick for Wyoming. 30-56 remains in our match. And it's one nil Wyoming. And thanks for joining us here on ESP Media, powered by Sidearm Sports. Austin Snowden comes in with the goal kick. Region 6, by the way, has number one Bay Village Bay against number five Lexington, and number six Lima Shawnee against Toledo Central Catholic. And we mentioned Region 7. Your ranked team in there is number 14 Columbus Academy. That's the home of the Vikings. Chipped away by Ethan Herbert. Great find by Herbert there to Hossfeld, switching the field. He'll cross the field as Wyoming pushes forward, looking for Wrangley. Ball underneath his left foot, and he's oh. wide left. Wrangley went wide left. He had that ball and calmly sent it, although it's a corner kick for Wyoming. Excellent build-up play by the Cowboys. getting Switching from uh, Herbert all the way to Hosfeld on the far side. Gets past the defender, gets it into the box. Levine looking for his second goal of the night. Kicks it with his left foot, bounces off of, looks like Duff's right leg. Corner kick on the way. Push forward, it's Joey Trapp keeping it in. The Cowboys trying to cross it, looking for Jackson Marquez on the far side of the mob. And it sails past the back of Jackson Marquez for a Monroe goal kick. As we'll see our first sub of the second half, Brennan Hesse will check in for Seth Wolfenbarger. With the goal, kick. goal kick for Adam Duff. It's 1-0 Wyoming, 29-17 to go in this second half. Hornets get a good push. Knocked away by Gus Peacock to the track. Throw in for the Hornets. Looks like the rain has settled down. The umbrellas have went away. The tents haven't. Looks like the rain has stopped for a little bit. It's still a wet field out there, of course. Long two-handed throw by the Hornets. Dispatched by the back line of the Cowboys. Spun forward, and it's Crockett keeping away from the closest Monroe striker. And Brennan Hesse throwing for Monroe, last touched by the Cowboys. Rose got a pretty good position for this throw in. That would be 
right they, by the 18 yard box. Colin Herbert on a foul. Uh -huh. And yes, that is a foul of Wyoming. Free kick taken by Zach Hamden. Getting the leading score in the SWBL with 23 goals, 15 assists. Crosses one towards the left and Wyoming sends it away. Great job by Herbert there getting up and getting clearance and Cowboys are on the attack. Jackson Marquez one on two, got heavy with that last touch. Logan Schaefer took it away, play on says the ref as Monroe goes for the lone striker up top and Zach Hamden. Zach Hamden rolls towards his right, chased closely by the Cowboys, Gus Peacock. And that will bounce off the end line and it goes for a goal kick for Wyoming. Nice shot by Peacock there, keeping containing pressure on Hamden, and like you mentioned, leading point scorer in the SWBL, keeps his ground, makes Hamden try to make a move to get past him, and it goes out of bounds and results in a corner or a goal kick for the Cowboys. When you have one leading scorer in the conference, that's big, but when you have the top two, that's lethal. And the Hornets have exactly that. Griffiths would be the second one, just three points behind Zach Hamden by points, 61 to 58. One more goal for Griffiths at 24, but five less assists in the books. Throwing for Wyoming past the half line where the Lakota East Thunderbird logo awaits. And Thunderhawks closer to the Wyoming faithful who have definitely spread out and taken over the rails. You hear the noise from them. It's always great to hear a loud student section. Now Monroe looks for the counter past the half line. Looking for Zach Hamden, can't connect with him. It's too wide to the left. Joey Trapp will retrieve it for Wyoming and bounce it past the 50 as Jackson Marquez looks to turn around. Jackson Marquez with one yellow card today, rolls forward and hits it underneath the foot of William Bruce. Now back for Yoakum. Yoakum rolling forward and his cross is underneath the spikes of Schaefer. Logan Schaefer, throw in for Monroe. 25-55 to go in our second half. And we'll have a free kick, actually. Logan Schaefer, bouncing to Zach Hamden, centers it up, cannot find Brandon Hesse. Now Jackson Marquez trying to squeeze himself around a triangle of Hornets. Monroe comes up in their defensive half. Darts it towards the right for William Bruce. And it's recovered by Sebastian Sinagaglia. 1-0 Wyoming, your score. Scored in the 11th minute of tonight's match. And winner gets either Tipkanoo or Marietta with the Red Devils leading 2-0 at this point. I think that's a throw in on the way for Wyoming. Under 25 to go in this second half. You see to the south of us, not only Cincinnati Children's Hospital, it's been here for a couple years, but also the theaters of Liberty Center. Still hard to think how much this place has grown. Knocked off ahead of a Hornet, and Monroe rolls it forward on the counter. Trap right there, and pinballed back at you by Hesse. Now Monroe on a one-on-one. -on -one. It's Zach Hamden looking to tie things up. Two Cowboys are coming from the rear, and Zach Hamden tripped up. However, play on from the stripes as Wyoming comes away with it. Nice job by Luke Crockett there. Bunkering down, 
Megan Hamden make a, try to make a move to get past him. He sticks a foot in there, able to clear it out. Just an excellent job. There were a couple Wyoming players coming back to help out, but that was a little bit of one-on-one, -on -one and, and Crockett stepped up to the challenge. Probably the best attack possibility for Monroe to tie things up on the one-on-one. -on -one. Cross to the right, gobbled up by Adam Duff. Wendell Cowboys under 24 minutes left in the second half. And a low liner will bounce. Looking for Zach Levine. Make it Jesse Levine, excuse me. Zach Levine is an NBA basketball player. He is. He's actually pretty good at basketball as well. Chicago Bulls. But Wyoming is uh, doing a lot of what they're doing, what they did against Bellbrook with finding their target man, whether it's uh, Levine or Marquez up top, and then they're just building a lot of play down the wings. We saw that similar in the game against Bellbrook, and it worked out with two goals in the second half. So hopefully Wyoming can come away with another one here. And also on the other side of the ball, Wyoming has really stifled. Two great leading scores in the SWBL and for Monroe. They did the same for Bellbrook and Saturday at Mason as well. It's almost same game plan. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Hornets now going for the counter with Hammond on the far wing. Popped up by Wyoming midfielder. And Monroe trying to go long looking up top for Zach Hamden. He would have been onside, which is good for Monroe. Shoot away by, I believe that's Gus Peacock. Herbert now drops back as the Hornets bring it closer to the attacking third. It's ascended by Logan Schaefer. And caught in the air, Austin Snowden. Another easy grab for Snowden. Climbing the ladder, coming away with that. Right Boys wing danger. time. Right wing time for the Cowboys. They're pushing forward out of the reach of Senegaglia. But Griffiths. Gets it back for the Hornets. However, Joey Trapp's got a step in front of Zach Hamden. And a throw in on the way for the Hornets. I think we have a Monroe sub-in. And it looks like Blake Hammond will be swapped out. And Wyoming's also got Owen Vickers coming in for Ethan Herbert. In goes Grant Martinez for the Fighting Hornets. He'll take his place in the midfield right now with three Hornets surrounded by, I think that's six Cowboys inside the 18. Here's a long throw in by Monroe, bouncing ball, and Wyoming's defense gets a spin on it. Send in by Noel Taylor, and it's just a little bit punctured away by Wyoming. Rose back line, two defenders. Settled down now by Will DeBoard. Rolling one, and just a little bit too strong for the closest striker. That's maybe Brandon Hesse on that left wing. 20-55 remains in our second half as the score remains the same. Wyoming one, Monroe nil. Long kick by Snowden, just shy of Jackson Marquez. Monroe's defensive core trying to roll it forward. It's down by the stomach of Sebastian Sinagaglia. Can't find Vickers on the left wing. By the logo. Monroe trying to start up a counter, but it's Sam Yoakum in the way. Zach Hamden now swarmed in the Hornets midfield. It's a clean ball straight ahead now for Noel Taylor. Noel Taylor on the right wing. 
One cowboy a couple yards away. Taylor with a right foot cross and sent high. Kept in by Wyoming. Chased away and settled down by Logan Schaefer. Chip it back for Adam Plager. Trying to get a hand on or a foot on it was Hosfeld. Loose ball here. Snowden coming away with it with Zach Hamden picking up speed. But Snowden picks it up and sends it away. 19.44 to go in our second half. Under 20 left in regulation. Wyoming still leads 1-0 here. Jesse Levine with the Cowboy tally. Rowe pushes it forward. Chip forward. Knocked down with Zach Hamden, and he'll draw a free kick. Double team with Zach Hamden on the left and right. And when Zach Hamden lost the ball, he got touched. He got knocked down, and that's a free kick issue to Monroe. This is a dangerous spot for a free kick if you're a Cowboys fan. They're going to build a massive wall. Looks like about four Cowboys in the wall for him just outside the 18. Actually, that line's going inside the 18 now. Referee said that's 10 yards. Helps when it's on a football field. It's easy to tell 10 yards there. That's a good point, too. Free kick for Monroe. I believe that's Zach Hamden taking it. Snowden awaits right side of his net. And here's Zach Hamden's right foot send. It's a bit high. Would have been good for a field goal, but this is soccer. And it's a goal kick on the way for Wyoming. Taking it himself, trying to go top shelf over Austin Snowden, who's got some height out there. But he sends it over the yellow crossbar. That's what they use for football. I think that was a design shot for Hamden for sure. A lot of Monroe players were set up on the far side of the penalty box. It looked like he was probably trying to go top left. I think Snowden would have had that covered easily. 1-0 Cowboys, 18 minutes to go. Snowden with a goal kick. Jesse Levine with the goal for the Cowboys. There's only been one time in this year that Monroe hasn't scored, and that was a scoreless draw. I think that was the game at Oakwood in the regular Monroe. season. That was the other draw for the Hornets. 13, Austin, Ryling with the kick. Austin Ryling, a free kick right by the beak of the Thunderhawk here at Lakota East High School. Another score update, Tippecanoe now leads 4-0 against Marietta. Steph Gnu looking to punch their way in. They'll take on the winner of Wyoming or Monroe. That'll be Saturday, sometime, someplace. Those will be determined. Monroe looking deep. Header bounced off, going weak side that time. Now for Noel Taylor, who picks it up, looking to send it to the swarm again. It's uh, down by Plager, reaching out his right leg. Back to Plager via Schaefer. Lager, right foot send, that's high over the crossbar. And another extra point is good. It's a goal kick for Wyoming. For Monroe, you gotta like the attempt there for the shot on goal. They're not really getting much going in the penalty box, so they're just trying to test their luck right now outside with some long shots, hoping that maybe a little bit of wind catches it, but we're not really having much wind tonight. It's different game compared to Saturday at Mason where the wind and the rain were coming down pretty hard, but the wind has really died down since this match has started. And the rain has went away as well. 
Throw in for the Cowboys to the left of their bench, led by head coach Adam Jones. Cowboys 18-0-1, playing their 20th game of the year. Or as Monroe also playing their 20th match of the season, they're 17-0-2. 10-0-2, which is the best mark of 12 games in the SWBL. Waynesville had a 10-0 record, but remember, Waynesville only had five conference opponents. Monroe had six. Again, Northridge does not field boys soccer. 15.50 to go in our second half. 1-0 Wyoming is your score here at Lakota East High School. Beautiful press box and facility. Very privileged to bring you this game here on ESP Media, powered by Sidearm Sports. Wyoming with a nice takeaway from the touchline and move forward by Sinagaglia. Monroe will burp it forward, left wing time, and Zach Hamden with the drive. Zach Hamden looking for Benjamin Griffiths towards his right. Wyoming gets a piece of it and going deep in their attacking third. We'll have a battle for it and a throw in for Monroe. Much to the displeasurement of the Cowboy fans, like I mentioned, most of the student section has now taken the front row over the railing. There's a couple of Cowboy crazies up front. And Adam Duff will have the ball now for Monroe. Knocked off a Cowboy head. Sam Yoakum that time. Sinagaglia will chip it ahead off the head of Rangley. Jackson Marquez can't latch down on it. Adam Plager will bounce it up ahead. And it's knocked out of play by Luke Crockett for a Monroe throw in. And Logan Schaefer has to chase it all the way back in front of the Wyoming students for that ball. Students are getting louder on the Wyoming side of things. 14-15 remains in the second half. 1-0 Wyoming, your score. Can't tell if Monroe is trying to. Here, Blake Hammond has checked in for the Hornets, thanks to the PA announcer for Noel Taylor, who will exit past the goal mouth. And the Cowboys now have it on the counter. Held up was Jesse Levine, and that's going to be a free kick. And a stoppage of clock. We might have a card come out of the officials' pockets. Levine was being held up a bit, couldn't roam free. But it's going to be a free kick from the hold where Levine did eventually escape, but it's at the point of where the possession would have been lost. The referee's going to talk to both Levine and the offending player from Monroe. He's talking a little bit more to Levine. I don't think Levine really did anything to warrant the talking to. It might have been the yelling from that spot where Levine was against the Hornet. But that's going to be a free kick, free kick. back in the defensive half of the Cowboys. Something I noticed about this Cowboys squad, right now the four, back, the four defenders are all around the free kick. Knocked off of Will DeBoard. Hornets try to push it forward. There's Griffiths. Griffiths now with the right foot send up top for the lone Hornet. That's Zach Hamden again. And Zach Hamden unable to handle it. Swarmed by three Cowboys. And Monroe lost the possession battle that time, but they get a throw in just by their attacking third. It's a great job by Joey, Joey Trapp staying with Hamden down that line. Then 
Crockett was able to come in once Hamden got it over Trap, and he was able to clear it out. Now they're just setting up to defend a long throw in. To the 18, hits off the chest of Yoka, bouncing back towards the arc. Kept in by Monroe, that's Brennan Hesse. And now ripped away, Jackson Marquez looking to start the counter. It ponged off the leg of William Bruce and knocked out of play by Wyoming. Throw in Monroe to the left of the incoming sub of Owen Vickers. It's a good job there by Marquez. He was looking for our goal scorer, Jesse Levine, in the middle of the field. Got just enough on it to try to get it past, but uh, Lynn, excuse me there, leads into a Monroe throw in. Controlled now by the back line of the Hornets. Adam Plager will drive it. Plager has played very well defensively for Monroe. Controlled with a couple bounces. Blake Hammond, far side to Plager up top. And it's going to be a long bouncer for Austin Snowden to recover. Mentioned it earlier, but Wyoming's game plan against Bellbrook were to frustrate the top two forwards. Again, Trace Terry and Bryce Farron. And tonight, they've done quite the job on Zach Hamden. When you can stop the leading score in your conference so far, that's a very nice job well done. We still have 11.45 to play in the second half as Wyoming still leads 1-0 and stoppage the clock. And we might have a card for the kick after the whistle. Here comes the card, and it's on Wyoming's Ethan Herbert. Vickers will come in. It will be for Ethan Herbert. Second yellow card issued on Wyoming, and the second card we've seen tonight. I believe that card was warranted there for Herbert. Came in after the ball was cleared away for a couple seconds and lowered his shoulder in. Unfortunate for the Cowboys to pick up their second yellow of the night. And we'll redo that free kick, it looks like, for the Hornets. And in the Southwestern Buckeye League. Closest conference throw, that would be the Franklin Wildcats up the road. We mentioned the Hornets have only been held scoreless once. Once, and it was a regular season match against Oakwood. The biggest wins for Monroe, well, a couple 11-0 defeats. Hornets won at Norwood 11-0 and beat Franklin at home at Monroe 11-0. And a couple of one-goal wins for the Hornets as well. Hornets get... The tough luck bounce underneath the legs of Brennan Hesse for Wyoming throw in. As Ethan Herbert will check in now for Wyoming. And he'll take the place. I believe that's Kobe Hosfeld sitting out for a while. Again, the winner will go to the Elite Eight. We're in the Sweet 16 of boys soccer division two. Hard to believe, 16 teams and tonight after this night, we'll have eight. Again, the next match is Saturday at some time and some place. That's to be determined. After Saturday night's affair, it turned out we learned it very quickly. Monroe with a deep cross and cannot find a diving Zach Hamden. His head was outreached and he couldn't puncture it in. And actually, that was not. Zach Hamden, that was Will DeBoard, another header. He had a very good look in the first half off a header, but measured perfectly by Austin Snowden. Backline time for the Hornets, trailing 1-0 with about 10 minutes left to play in the second. His matches went by quickly. 
Here's Snowden with a leaping grab over the O of Lakota, and he'll kick it away shortly. Snowden makes that jump effortlessly, it seems like. He just glides in the air and catches it right at the right moment. Takes a lot of skill to be able to measure and jump perfectly at the same time. It's not just about the physical skill, it's about measuring one striker against three Hornet defenders and the Hornets sweep it out of the attacking third for Wyoming, but Jackson Marquez pushes it forward, has a right foot pass, oh. Adam Duff, right hand save over the crossbar, and that is a corner kick for the Cowboys, their third on the night, as that's Kobe Hosfeld checking back in rather quickly. And you hear the stomping, it's actually the feet kicking the chain link fence in front of them. I think that's Owen Vickers summing out. Corner kick far side where the wind has picked up a little bit. It's blowing towards the west, towards Hamilton. That's off a Hornet, off a Cowboy. And knocked out of play by Monroe for a Wyoming throw in. You know, kept in bounds. Throw in, quick throw in. And Monroe looks to counter here. Benjamin Griffiths with the ball underneath his right foot against Jackson Marquez who sideswipes and picks it off and shoots it low, but Adam Duff has that spot occupied. Marquez looking to be a little greedy there. He had that excellent shot that led to the corner kick, tried his luck again, wasn't able to get enough loft on it and went right into the arms of Duff. 1-0 Wyoming under eight and a half to go in the second half. Monroe moves it forward off the head of Kobe Hosfeld, taking a bump on the pitch. Now for Ethan Herbert. Jackson Marquez closing in towards his own bench. Monroe moves it towards their left, attacking. Nice work with the legs there by Benjamin Griffiths. Now it's Ethan Herbert with the pickoff. Heavy touch from Logan Schaefer. Loose ball, Plager comes up with it to the lone back and Alex Watkins. And the Hornets now look to attack on the left side of the formation. It is Plager towards the far side of things. Monroe in their attacking half. Seven and a half to play in the second half. Monroe trailing one nil. Hornets have attacked against Austin Snowden all night, but none have won the back in the net yet. Neither of these teams have lost all year between Wyoming and Monroe there's three draws Wyoming 18 wins Monroe 17 wins very impressive seasons for both these squads no matter how this match shakes out it's a throw in for Monroe this time on the outside lane of the track and it will find a cowboy quickly jammed up by Blake Hammond and past the end line that should be Hey, that's a corner kick for Monroe. Hold on, referees talking about it. Clock has been stopped as the red shirts will have a talk. That's the officials. Looked like that did kick off of a Monroe player. Now the official talks with the near linesman to discuss it. It took a while for the near linesman to signal corner kick. And it's going to remain a core. Nope. That's a, for a goal kick. That's a goal kick for Wyoming. 6.43 to go in our second half. Goal kick Wyoming. Cowboys one, Hornets nil. Austin Snowden with the restart. 
in. Tippecanoe was up 4-0 against Marietta and Chilla Coffee, Ross County, Ohio. Oh, excellent nice job there. Ethan Herbert winning the battle, the two defenders behind him. However, it's last touch by the Cowboys in front of the bench for a Monroe throw-in. If Ethan Herbert, all the cred there. Well, you can give Megs a point on the board. Long spin, looking for the head of Will DeBoard. Fighting Hornets set up on the far side of the flank. Ball bouncing away from Zach Hamden and chiseled away by Sebastian Sinagaglia. It's Jesse Levine, the lone goal scorer thus far. We're closing in on full time here at Lakota East High School. Beautiful facility. Very large press box here too. Quite nice, at least four rooms on each wing of the press box and a large center area as well, quite nice. If you're the Cowboys, you have to be careful here. This is the time when Monroe is gonna start pushing it up. Here's Griffiths with the carry on the right wing. Three defenders swarming, Griffiths cross, and that is a goal kick as that deflection off Wyoming came back and struck Griffiths in his right foot and went over the end line and Snowden gets the center of the way, and Zach is absolutely right. It's crunch time here, and the Hornets, they've been pressing pretty much all game. They, they have majority of the second half, I would say. Just gotta be careful that the uh, fullbacks on both sides, you, you make sure you're, you're tracking, getting back, communicating, and that is what the Cowboys are doing by getting everybody back, except for Marquez, who will probably be hanging out around the 50-yard line. Throw in for, no free kick for the Hornets. It's a Wyoming foul right by the touchline. Send in to the hive. The Cowboys look to spray it away. Settled down by Plager off the right foot. Now for Bruce on the left wing. Bruce with a long send in, trying to send it in. That was Zach Hamden and Snowden has it trapped. Zach Hamden was closing in on the right flank. He gets a foot on it, looks like it's very good if it's not stopped, but there's Austin Snowden again. Snowden did a great job there. He limited the opportunity that Hamden had, cut down a lot of lane there into the goal. Basically, he cut off the near post, trying to make Hamden get by him on his right side. He played it perfectly. We're still holding on to a 1-0 lead for the Cowboys. 3.50 left in regulation, throw in Wyoming on the far side of the field. You heard the students again chanting Austin Snowden's name. I tell you, there's nothing better when you have loud fans and a great atmosphere. And Wyoming, Wyoming and Monroe have provided that. I got an update from Hawk2104. Tip four, Marietta one, 10 minutes left. So three goal lead for the Red Devils in the Miami Valley League. That might be the next opponent for whoever wins this match. Time winding down, and Monroe, they got to throw in their attacking third. Far side, settled down off the shoulder of Hesse, and Wyoming blasted away. Duff is between his attacking third, defending half and third, I should say. Almost like a power play there. Jackson Marquez draws the foul, and there's a free kick issue to the Cowboys. Nice shot by Marquez getting past his defender. Only option for Monroe, I believe, there is to foul. There was only one defender back for Monroe, so if Marquez would have got past him, he might have been out on one-on-one -on -one with, with Duff, and 
with him being the team's leading goal scorer, we might have had one in the back of the net. Clock has stopped, and a yellow card has been issued to Wyoming. They have, is that Jesse Levine? It is Levine. He gets a yellow, third yellow on the Cowboys, and Owen Vickers has checked back in. In the tournament, I believe that's now five cards in the last two games we called for the Cowboys. Free kick for Wyoming still. This yellow card happened after the foul was called. 2.35 to go. Bright lights surrounding Lakota East High School, mainly from Liberty Center and Cincinnati Children's Hospital and Lakota East High School behind the Monroe stands. Coach Jones is gonna get Levine right back up to the midfield line to check in on the next dead ball. He also did that with Ethan Herbert earlier when he caught his yellow. So it's getting your playmakers right back on the field. And like we talked about, you don't have to take them off. It's just more of a courtesy thing, I believe. And now we are gonna have, no, we are not gonna have a sub. Throw in for the Hornets, taken away by Sebastian Sinagaglia. Popped up by Vickers towards the Monroe seats. And it's a throw in for the Hornets with under two minutes left. All fans, spectators, students, no one is allowed on the field or the track at the conclusion of the game. No Hornets will push it through and a foul called on Monroe. Free kick Wyoming the in the defending third. The We're just under two minutes here. Of the Wyoming is about a minute 34 away from continuing their season most likely against the Tip Red Devils out of Miami County. This is the time where if you're the Cowboys, you're trying to stall as much time as possible, kick it down to some corners, keep control. Hosfeld gives chase far side, bouncing behind the Monroe bench. It's a Hornets throw in, 107 and ticking down in the second half to go. You might have time for two pushes, but this has to be the big push if you're looking to tie things up late, if you're the Hornets. And it is, Monroe's getting everybody up except for one defender and Duff, their goalkeeper. And Duff's getting close to the Lakota East Oh, now logo. they're gonna bring their last defender up. This is gonna be a long throw in for Monroe. Lots of bodies in the box here. 40 seconds left, one nil Wyoming. Popped off the cowboy head. Staying in the 18, Wyoming shoes it out of play. Throw in Monroe. Throw in going to Austin Riley. Duff is now on the left wing of the Lakota East Thunderhawk logo towards the pitch. 22 seconds left. Here comes a two-handed throw from about the third lane of the track. And Wyoming whisks it away. Nice towards Duff. Duff will move it forward on the yeah. far side. 10 yeah. seconds left. Yeah. Right foot set yeah. by the goalie in his yeah. attacking half. Yeah. And now here's a chip yeah. in by Hammond. Yeah. Hammond over yeah. the net. One. And yeah. that will do it. Hornets asking for a stop clock or possibly a penalty kick as down in the end zone as Will DeBoard. And the Wyoming Cowboys defeat the Monroe Fighting Hornets 1-0. Right now, the Hornets are still talking with the officials saying, hey, we should have a PK on that foul on the board. 
But I don't think that's going to happen. I think it's going to be a victory for the Cowboys. They improve to 19-0-1 on the season. And Monroe suffers their first loss in 2019. And their season concludes 17 wins, one loss, and two draws for the Hornets. Great win for Wyoming. They again frustrate the top scorers on their team. And now they are looking at possibly Tipica New at a place to be determined. I think uh, the Monroe players there just want an explanation from the referee. That was a 50-50 ball. Snowden comes in for the punch, clears it on out. Cowboys come away victorious 1-0 and will be taking on Tippecanoe Canoe most likely. Wyoming 19-0-1 and the season continues for the Cowboys. Now they'll have their sights turned to Saturday at a place and a time to be determined, except we know Saturday is the match day and these Wyoming Cowboys are part of the Elite Eight in Division Two. Hats off to Monroe, they battled hard, but great victory for the Cowboys tonight. Yeah, it was a great victory. Uh, you definitely got to credit the back line, the whole back line of the Cowboys, Joey Chat, Trap, Sam Yoakum, Gus Peacock, Luke Crockett, they did a great job of man marking, like you were talking about, the two leading goal scorers in the whole Southwestern Buckeye League to limit them to no goals. And the firepower that Monroe has coming in with 90 goals scored in the season, tremendous. And, and we talked about it leading into the broadcast Saturday. I, I think that win against Summit and the end their 31 game winning streak has a lot of momentum riding for the Cowboys. Absolutely. Now Wyoming gets to play Saturday, most likely looking to be Tippecanoe, and that'll be number one versus number two in Region 8. And we'll have more information for you. You can go along on social media, figure it out. And that'll do it for our broadcast here on ESP Media, powered by Sidearm Sports. For our engineer, Mike Reeder, and our color commentator, Zach Ritter, this is Lee W. Mallon signing off, and we'll talk to you again soon as the Wyoming Cowboys defeat the Monroe Hornets 1-0 here at Lakota East High School.